Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week, the romantic side of Queen Latifah, the dog with the amazing vertical leap, and much, much more. Let's go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Joining us on the program, special guest, comedian, author, man about town. Vagabond. Uh, Vagabond, really? Ne'er-do-well. Ne'er do well. You can't be a vagabond and a man about town. Those are mutually exclusive. You gotta can't, pick one, dude. Can't you? I think when you no, say you vagabond, you're thinking of gadabout. <laughs> yeah. Touché. Nick Nick Adams. Uh I I you know, I I say one thing or the other that's always wrong, the name of your book. So this time when you were on the show, I made sure to memorize where on my bookshelf your book was so I could refer down to it. It's called Making Friends with Black People. That's it. It does. I don't even correct people when they mess it up anymore. You just gave up. Yeah, I just gave What's up. What's the most common miss? How to number? make friends with black people. Mm. Or getting to know. Sometimes people say, and now I'm just like, you're just making stuff up. Getting that's, to know black people. That's not even close. That's not anything. Look Jordan. at the blacks. We, <laughs> that's we've not been, what you're going for. We've been discussing on the uh, a few times on the show, uh, I have been known to use terminology that was taught to me when i saw a 19th century baseball game sure now it's not a baseball game to be, just to be clear, to be clear. You, rounders you're you've watching some ta- rounders you've been talking about that i have not been talking about that <laughs> and i have not participated <laughs> you've also been doing listening just yeah. for nick's sake I, I i don't have a time machine i did not see this game when i say 19th century baseball game i i was not alive then i did not travel back to then it was a Essentially a Civil War reenactment through the medium of baseball. Now, two of the popular slang terms that we've bandied about you've frequently... Bandied, you've bandied about. The, the two of us have shared between no, each other... you've said them and I've tolerated them. ...are Leggett and Striker to the Line. Um, now, Leggett means run faster. Striker to the Line means we need a new batter. Now, thoughtfully, we have thoughtful listeners, Jordan, very thoughtful listeners. A listener named Colin was kind enough to link to me a website of 19th century baseball slang. Now, oh, wow. Colin is sure is thoughtful. Thanks, he's Colin. He's a very thoughtful Thanks for guy. for supporting this thing. He's an extremely thoughtful <laughs> fellow. happening. I want to be clear here. When it's... I say baseball, I'm referring to base, space, ball. Two different words. Sure. Base, ball. As opposed to uh, baseball. What's the difference? Base mustaches mainly, ball. mainly the giantness of the mustaches. Some of the people didn't. The curvature of the mustache. Now depends on. I've been I've been looking at the thing. One of them that I would like to I'll use try you I'll use it in a sentence here to Nick. Hey Nick, Jordan's a real muffin, isn't he? <laughs> It's a tough one. Jeez, man. Just because I've been getting fat. <laughs> it means you're a player of lesser talent. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, 
oh, that was a real stinger or hard hit ball. <laughs> I like. Yeah. Right. Score a tally for me. Stop now. A tally. Now stop. Uh, so far, so far, I've held you to a real whitewash. How many that's more of these? Scoreless. Do you have? Can I? That's can a I, scoreless uh, side. How many? I just want to anticipate how much longer I'm gonna have to. Someone built a website Three more, around four these. More? Jordan, Someone built an entire website around just this. Yeah, I know. Jordan, you there's some porn on it too. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> is there's it some... is it 18th century porn or current yeah, day yeah. porn? It is. Jordan, I think objecting to this segment was a real duff or muff on your part. <laughs> there's the porn. <laughs> Is this where the term mulligan came from? Is mulligan in here? Mulligan's a golf a golf Mulligan oh, is yeah, a yeah. golf thing. It's a, um, the other sport that I have no this, interest in discussing. This yeah. one this one is the this one is where the term to soak or plug the runner came from. Sure. Remember the other day when we were talking about plugging the runner? No, we weren't talking about that. <laughs> well, it was it turns maybe out, you talking to your wife or dog. Hey, Jordan, what? come on. Show a little ginger here. Yeah. Show a <laughs> little right. ginger. Show a little ginger if you want a tally before this side out, when there's three hands out. You know, unless somebody actually verifies this website, you, I can just say <laughs> anything I want to. Hey, Jesse, you're a real, you're a real pip shaboom. You could be reading these off, off a Word document. Yeah, I know. <laughs> After Striker to the line, the rest seem kind of disappointing. No, they're fantastic. What about uh, um, make your first? That means get to first. Let's all let's all shrimp the vulture. <laughs> Come on, everybody. You're gonna wanna Who dropped the bucket? <laughs> right, yeah. Jordan. You're gonna wanna at nail the, the at the end barn of the day shut at the end of the, the day. Cow's getting out. I do this for the cranks. That's our fans. Sure. It is now. Now that term means fans. Yeah. Well, yes. In nineteenth century baseball language, Nick. I'm sorry. That, I just can't believe that that somebody actually did that, documented all this, and it looks like go if you the site looks like it's from a university or something. Well, it? the thing is, is let's say your club nine is looking to be is, accurate is in this your a dot edu. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I promise. No more 19th century baseball talk for the rest of uh, well, was this. The, is there a separate website for the uh, black 19th century baseball yeah. <laughs> lingo? <laughs> this is from about 1845, so I think they were up to other stuff. Working? Yeah, they, they, they had stuff to do. Like what? Being owned by white people, Jordan. Oh, yeah. That that takes up the vast majority of your time. <laughs> yeah, no, time for competitive sports. That and like one or two spirituals a week is all they pretty much get <laughs> time for. But interestingly, it does come with a lot of language. It does. It does, and it's still here today. I don't know why I did that NPR. No, I don't know what that means either. I don't either. You're still going to put a bow on this. Yeah. The whole Just thing. Trying to brighten it up. I'm really sorry that I derailed this whole thing with that really upsetting. Comment. It was really upsetting. Which one? Which one? When you called about me a muffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was still, uh, that was right when the time around the time when Jordan you might have destroyed this podcast. Out. I could see him not care anymore. I could see him stop <laughs> having any interest in talking about this. Okay. Okay. But you're okay. thinking of episode sixty-four. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> La, 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 la,
It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. And I'm Nick Adams. Do you remember what your nickname was last time? Oh, I don't. Did you have I one? thought about that in the intro, and I couldn't remember. Yeah, I mean, you're one of the first repeat guests, so we want to keep the nickname repeat. consistent. Yeah, you're Nick just... Repeat Adams. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what was it. Didn't Absolutely. make sense at the time, but now it's nicknames. Crystal. See, they just happen. You can't think yeah, too yeah. much. You just have to go. Jordan, I got you. We got some presents there. I put them on your on the side table. Yeah. Um, uh, narrate them. Narrate. Okay. Them. Uh, Here's a oh one of uh, these are great. Uh, this is a wooden postcard. Now you had been, if I remember correctly, wishing that you would receive more wooden postcards. Yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, hey Jordan, here's your fucking wooden postcard <laughs> signed a listener of JJ Go, aka Jane. Um, that was nice of Jane to send that to us. Yeah. P.S. In an episode of JJ Go, you mentioned that you would like a wooden postcard, but can't be bothered to find which episode that was. Great. Love it. Yeah, I, mean, I would. I'm much more comfortable with people. Ooh, and there's a. They have pomegranate and kiwi stamps on it. There's two pomegranate stamps and one kiwi stamp. This is great. That's like a fruit salad. Yeah. Oh, it's from Portland too. Fantastic. Well, oh, great. Good. I love <laughs> everything. It. Yeah. And this this card has everything going for I it. Have, there's nothing I don't like about. I love this. that it was just a thoughtless, nice gesture, and she just had to kind of sully it up a little bit, just uh-huh. give it a little yeah. attitude. Yeah, yeah, she was kind of. She <laughs> was sweet. It was just a casual sweetness, and she said, "Wait a minute." I should put a swear in here. Yeah, it's it's you know that's flying in the face of the convention that fan mail has to be nice. Yeah. We've been getting a, a stuff in the mail ever since we gave yeah. out our address so people could send us uh, weird food. Um, I actually have one weird food left in, left in the cabinet that I've been saving for a long time because mm-hmm. it seemed so it seemed so important to once I saw it. Now you're opening an envelope that we got in the mail that said for Jordan's eyes only. Yeah. Um, these things come to me. I'm the one with the mailbox for the programs. I've given out my address. You did give out your address one time okay, on an episode. Wow, I, I can't be bothered this. to. Okay, what is it? Uh, it's a box of matches, a book of matches sure. with no matches in it. It's a match Absolutely. Book. Oh, it has writing. By all uh, means, okay, read it silently. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm just making sure. I'm going to censor okay, it first. Gotcha. It's, it's for some reason, something about my dick. Right. <laughs> Which it could be. It could I be. I receive mail regarding my dick. Yes. Um, okay, okay. Here's two things in this envelope. There's okay. the book of matches. Uh, the, the, there is Asian writing on it. There's mm-hmm. one word I can understand, and that's cafe. Sure. Uh, there's one match, and then there's a burnt playing card, a burnt... I don't know what the number is, but the suit is hearts. Gotcha. Uh, on the matchbook is written, sorry, but there are no actual mysteries. Keep up the good work, Mr. P. And then there was something he looked like he tried to write, but then write and then scribbled out. I think he's trying to kill you. Wow, this is fucking awesome. It's yeah, amazing, bring on right? the, bring on the get deadly game of cat and mouse. <laughs> Pretty creepy. Yeah. Oh, this is like the game uh, with Michael Douglas and Sean Penn. I hope I so. I hope not. I hope so. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be on pins and needles. I, absolutely. Thank you, Mr. P. You've given my life the sense of doom that it needed. Okay. Now we uh, there was a time on the program when we were but inviting. That's weird. That's creepy. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> I I like it. I'm do it, but it is weird. There was a time on the program when we were when we were asking people who lived in weird places, such as foreign countries, which are fundamentally such weird. Such as not America. Yeah. Exactly. America is what we call. Normal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about stuff that's not normal. Uh, to send us candy from their place, it all started when someone who worked, who had a roommate who worked in an Icelandic candy factory, didn't have any money to donate, so he sent us a big box of Icelandic candy that his roommate had stolen from the factory. We haven't done this in a while, but this one was so weird. 
that I figured as long as we're opening mail, this is, I believe this is, I'm going to take a look at the writing on here. I'm going to say, this is like uh, .es. So this is Spanish. This is Spanish oh, boy. Uh, candy. Um, <laughs> it's called Conguitos, um, which I don't know what that means, uh, but this is an XXL bolsita. So we sh- well, that's okay. we, sh- we should have plenty of it. It's a good yes, jumping off. Point. Now I'm going to throw this over to you guys. All right, um, Cogito, and there's some sort of fat new what appears, <laughs> what appears Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo candy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a chocolate poo baby. Yeah, Nick, hold out your hand <laughs> on the front of this thing. Um, they look like raisinets. I think it's probably yeah, that's what it. T- mm, chocolate mm. peanut. No, oh, oh. it's just a chocolate peanut. Oh. It's great. Conguitos. Conguitos from La Casa. Muy conguitos, por favor. I was all set for something super exotic. Yeah. Is this a racist caricature? Is this supposed to be a moor? (laughs) I think this is supposed to be a moorish child. Yeah. That's my (laughs) bet. Um, It's supposed to be a moorish child. That's the least appetizing thing you could put on a bag of candy. That's that's one of the well-known racisms in Spain is they believe that moorish children are made out of peanuts. I at least know at the Mexican groceries uh, in the neighborhood. Um, whenever I go in, I, I always in their candy rack always looks so disgusting to me. It's always like like dried up bees. <laughs> like there's a little plastic baggie stapled at the top, full of dried up bees, and I'm like, really, really? What's dessert like in Mexico? Everything is everything is uh, made up of chiles. Everything sure. has chiles in it. Um, there's just around the corner from my house. I I live in this neighborhood, Koreatown. That for some reason is primarily Oaxacan, mm-hmm. and um, no, there's plenty of Korean people too. But this particular nook of the neighborhood has a lot of Oaxacan people. This new Oaxacan market just opened uh, up around the corner. The reason you can tell that it carries productos uh, Oaxaqueños is that the sign there is a sign that is flush against the front of the building that says, you know, such and such market. I can't remember what it's called. And then there's a sign that's perpendicular to the wall of the building that sticks out so you can see it when you're walking down the street. It is just a giant picture of a grasshopper. You know why? Because that's what they eat in Oaxaca. (laughs) That is the product that Oaxacan people want from their Oaxacan grocery that they can't get at the regular grocery Grasshopper-based grasshopper. dishes. Grasshopper. Or, gra- or just raw grasshopper for cooking. The grasshopper is the symbol of Oaxaca. Are they organic? Um, I'm guessing no. I think they use pesticides <laughs> on these things. Mm-hmm. I think this whole story was just an excuse for you to say the word Oaxaca. Yeah, which well. Is incredibly pleasing to the mouth. It is It is a pleasing. Oaxaca. And it's, Oaxaca. And it's, nice, to, it's nice because it has that X in the middle. Right. But you know how to pronounce it right. Oaxaca. You know what I mean? So you're like, hey, good work, me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Jordan, we it, this this show isn't just about stuff that people send us in the mail. Oh, one more thing. Okay. One more thing we got in the mail. These are great, um, by the way. I really yeah, like these. Very tasty. You want the, you want, you want no, no. Split I, up this rest of okay. it's traditional Moorish. Dish. I want to save some room for the taco from the truck around the corner that I'm going to have later. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, now this is something we had also we had asked people to give us the hookup if they had the hookup. Now, I'm a married man. Nick, you're also a married man. I got yes. one. Okay. I asked for the hookup, and all I got was the hiccups. <laughs> uh, Nick, you're a married man, and I'm yeah. a married man. Um, and 
I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to be a person who has not viewed pornographic materials. Oh, porno? Me, me, me. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Wait a minute. This is a giant. Wow! That is literally now to quote Paul Rudd. A giant box of porn. Oh, it's like, no, it's got... From Dan in Chicago. Dan lives in Chicago. He was kind enough to send us this box. Apparently, Dan works for Playboy, Mm. um, the Playboy company. And so he has sent us on a world tour of uh, erotic and informative magazines. Um, Specifically, Playboy of... what, What Playboys do we have in there? Okay. We have got. Uh, <laughs> what do you hate about the word erotic? It's like most most. It's like a lame indicator that it's not porn. <laughs> erotic means uh, we're gonna get you kind of riled up, but what you really want to see, we're gonna stop right there. <laughs> wow. Okay. So these are playboys from around the world. This is a exclusivo de Colombia. Ah. Oh, this is here's an Argentine playboy. Argentine playboy. Okay. Good. Um. There's a. Lady on the front. <laughs> um, here's one that I, I, I guess is probably from Mexico. Playboy.com slash MX. Yeah, that would be Mexico. And the cover is John McCain. Ike tal si gana? <laughs> well, I should hope not. <laughs> um, here's one. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's another Argentine edition. <laughs> oh, Japanese. Here we go. This is going to be the... No, <laughs> this is not very and sexy. The Kennedy. cover of the the cover of the Japanese Playboy is a black and white picture of JFK. Well, sure. <laughs> if that doesn't get your motor running, I don't know what will. Need I say more about erotic? That's what you get when you get something erotic. That's sensual. And Jordan, since you're still a swinging single, he also thoughtfully got you a T-shirt in there. Did there you take a look at the T-shirt? Wow. There are no nude pictures in that place. Yeah, I know. This Japanese boy seems to be all... Here's some scotch. Picture of scotch. A lot of ads. Watch. JFK. Here's a close-up of a bullet. I think that's uh, from the from the crime, right? There's a lady, but she's dressed. Here's another dressed lady. Uh, oh, there, okay. Oh, there that's going on. Okay. <laughs> That's something. She does not appear to be Japanese. Anyways, um, that actually looks like the best magazine of the, of the yeah, month. Yeah, this, like, this, this looks like a good magazine. And certainly content. the articles are the most enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. and this uh, last one here is uh, hard to say. And El Enye Mas Sexy Del Año. That's... Let me see it. Brazilian? No, they speak. Let me take a look at it. You're the master linguist. Um, uh, gosh, uh... Oh, wait, here's, I found another deposit. There's like ten more. Um... It has a special section just of Brasileñas. Brasileñas 2008. Okay. So I'm gonna guess, um... No, this oh, isn't... German! This found isn't... the German one! This one's in Spanish, though, so it's not Brazilian, because in Brazil they speak Portuguese. Yeah. I think, well... Oh, this is maybe Russian. Yeah. Regine is the least sexy name in any God, playmate and here's, ever and, had. And, yeah, here's the... Uh, I, I'm playmate open to the Regina. section of the Russian... You know, the, the the Playboy party jokes. Yeah. I have the Russian party jokes. God, if someone speaks Russian, please, I'll rip this out and Can send I it see to it for you. A I would love to see what these jokes are. I love how Jesse's just finding a reason to have to no, look at all you, these you magazines. You closed the page. I was going to read it's the on party the, jokes. It's on the back of the fold-out. It's on the back of the fold-out. Okay, here we go. Okay, this... Here's one... 
Oh, no, this is not Russian. This is some kind of uh, Central European language. No. Dosla plavusa kod urara promigenti bateriju nasatu urar progleda sadikaze. That's. Gospodise ovaj san name hadriju on ide na navijanje. That's the language of the bartender. Hervasta, Hervasta, Hervasta! That's the language Watcha. the bartender was speaking in the Mos Eisley Cantina. You were now, you also, got a, you also got a shirt there. This is a shirt that you, uh, we're going to expect you to wear proudly in public. Ooh, SpiceTV.com. <laughs> XL, good. good. I imagine yeah. these SpiceTV.com t-shirts do not yeah. come in any they size. They probably run heavily towards XL. the XL. They don't usually run, print, run those on like an American apparel, small, medium. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's not a variety of those. Shoot, I really wanted to wear it to the TV on the radio concert. But Are you, you going today? Huh? I'm going to Oh, you there. know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to uh, see them in New Orleans oh, this cool. weekend. Cool. I'm only going to see them in L.A. I'm not flying across the country. Yeah, I am. Awesome. Uh, That's really cool, you guys. Congratulations. Yeah. Do you want to go? N- in New Orleans? Yeah. Oh, you can't. <laughs> you don't have my job. Um, <laughs> well, hey, this is great. And I just want to point out in this uh, in this one, I think this is also in this self-same Central European language, um, the nude lady inside, she, there's a lot of pictures of her posing with a glass of milk and letting a dog eat out of her hand. <laughs> so... <laughs> Very when erotic. St- when you started that last sentence, I got incredibly concerned. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the dog is just eating out of her hand. Yeah, was, Jordan. What what I think he's trying to do here, what what Dan from Chicago is trying to do, is he's offering you this this sort of smorgasbord uh, of sexuality and sensuality. Sure. Um, to look at with a couple of dude friends. <laughs> no, I mean Nick and I. Nick and I both have very beautiful wives. Both of us have done well, much better you. than we deserve to. Well, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you think you could do better? I, I think I'm right about where I should be. Hey, this is can I? Uh, no, I'm overachieving a, a significant. Yeah, amount we both have. But can I? T- uh, but Jordan, in the line of we're talking about a beautiful wife. But oh, Jordan, what I'm saying is, so this is an opportunity for you to decide. What's sexy for Jordan Morris? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's, a, it's a tall glass of milk, a friendly dog, and JFK. Yeah. Dan likes the Latinas. Let's just say it. Let's just put it out there. Yeah, Dan does. That is what Dan likes, ultimately. They're hot-tempered. Jordan, That's what, part of the fun. What, let's, just, let's just say you had to pick a celebrity that you found to be sensual. Um, oh, <laughs> I dropped the candies. Uh, w- what celebrity might you choose? Well, Jordan's like, I have to put down this huge box <laughs> of know, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, there's something about having that box on my lap that makes you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I felt hiding it in my closet for the last week? Wow, well, yeah, that must have been bad. Um, well, thanks, Dan, for that sexy trip around the world. Um, well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not usually one to have a celebrity crush. Um, right. It's never, yeah, I've never been the one to to cut out the magazine pictures or anything like that. Um, um, You're not like our podcasting, our podcasting buddy Matt Belknap of Never Not Funny, who has uh, often described the collages of Paula Abdul that he made. No, absolutely not. Um, when he first described that on the show, I assumed he was talking about as like an 11 or 12 year old. Found out he was like a 16 or 17 year old. <laughs> a little too old. Yeah, a little too old. Anyway, uh, the other day though, uh, that game came up. Um, 
where you know you present marry two... one person, have sex with one person. And... No, it was not that sophisticated. Just okay. who would you rather? Who would you rather bonk? And they're just two choices. Right. And then you know, kind of naturally, that game starts with you know people you both know, and then you you know get to hear about that, and then uh, and then it, it moves into celebrities, and then just to unpleasant options. It seems like that's the thrust of that game. Right. Uh, and then just unpleasant inanimate objects that you would rather have sex with. Right. Anyway, so we're kind of in the unpleasant choices phase of this game and someone and and they said some unpleasant celebrity um i forget what who it was it was you know it wasn't cloris leachman but like someone like that you know (laughs) maybe betty white or something yeah so it's like betty white and then queen latifah and i enthusiastically (laughs) said oh yeah queen latifah like and and it wasn't it was supposed to be one of those like Oh, gun to my head, right? Gun to my head. Uh, but no, for some reason, the thought of having sex with Queen Latifah is not unpleasant. You know what? Because Queen Latifah is a lovely woman. Yeah, she's, an yeah. she's an attractive and, lady. Yeah. But I was lo- like, whoa, dude, really? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I know she she may or may not be a lesbian, right? Is that that's uh, in, my, up for debate? I'll tell you this. My lesbian auntie certainly considers her to be a lesbian. <laughs> Good enough for me. If she is, no matter what Queen Latifah think, I think my, my aunt's certitude has drafted her into lesbianism, even if she wasn't naturally a lesbian. It's like black people with Tiger Woods. It doesn't <laughs> matter what he says. Yeah, it's the deal has <laughs> been struck. You're it one is of us. done. Mm. He has been selected. Exactly. But Queen Latifah's not... She's a, a healthier lady. Sure. But she's, she's not a, unattractive. No, she's a lovely woman. I'll tell you what I think about Queen Latifah. This is what I think about Queen Latifah. She has a certain ineffable quality. It is the same quality that has made her a film star, despite the fact that I think she's probably not a good actress... And not necessarily a horrible actress. Living out loud. Hairspray. (laughs) I didn't see Chicago, but I saw Living Out Loud, which is one of the earlier things she did, and I thought she was very good in that. Now, I should say that I'm basing this primarily on having seen her on The Fresh Prince of (laughs) Bel-Air. I'm not sure if I've seen any other Queen Latifah-type films. But if you're on the Fresh Prince, you're just there to set up Carl. Set it off. (laughs) Set it off. She's great in set it off. She she has she has a certain something, right? She has a a star quality about her. I she's getting. I mean, frankly, she's a little bit out of my demographic, I guess. But uh, uh, age-wise, you know, me being in my uh, mid to late twenties, and her at this point, I guess she must be pushing middle age, right? She's got to be in her well in, into her well into her forties, right? She's got to be like in her early forties, I guess. Yeah, early forties. That's not too bad. No, that's not, I mean, she is getting bigger though. You think? Well, I, more famous. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's all I meant. That's all I meant. Just more famous, sir. I don't know. I, I I feel like I've seen some some shots of her from from this new movie, The Secret Life of Bees, and I think she's looking pretty good. Oh yeah, she's mm-hmm. svelte. Svelte, still bosomy. Oh, I think yeah? what happens with a lot of healthier women—that's not going to change. They get famous. They think, well, I should get thin. Right. And then they realize that, well, I'm. It doesn't matter for me because I got famous as a big girl. Yeah. So yeah, they right. go through a phase of like they go Hollywood and lose a few pounds, mm-hmm. and then they realize that they're never going to be on the cover of Maxim. So they say, screw that. And just go back to the buffet. With the exception <laughs> of Cameron Manheim. She got skinny? She's fat. Get used to it, I believe was the title of her book. Oh, right. right. Mm. Her and Monique. Yeah, her and Monique. That yes. would be a great, that would be a nice sitcom. 
Monique and yes, Cameron Manhunt. Yes, because then Manhunt. you can just see the post. You can just see the image and know I'm not gonna watch that. You don't have to yeah. watch the pilot. <laughs> you don't have to see any scenes. Saves a lot of time. You can just see the the two of them in the poster and go, great. Are they standing thumbs back down to, on my TV? Are they standing back to back with their arms crossed? <laughs> I think you have to if you do that kind of shit. That's yeah. what you have to go for. Maybe they could be face to face with like pointing fingers at each <laughs> a other. A little though. sass, a little sass. Yeah, because they're both very sassy. They are. One's because... wearing bifocals and one's wearing stunner shades. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm guessing there's going to be some sort of cultural. Yeah, there's going to be some confusion between. They're not going to know how to interact. Yeah, I think Monique's character, by the way, on the show is named Mo. <laughs> not Monique, just Mo, Mo. just Mo. Mo nope. and Cam. And That's I, the name of the show. Mo, Mo and Cam. They would definitely Mo have a, 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 a thin, a skinny blonde nemesis. Yeah. Evil Maybe she works at the ad agency they all work at. Or, or the possibly, magazine. how about this? A person of a third race that they both hate. Right. <laughs> you know, like a Latino or something. Yeah. Or possibly an Asian Maybe, person. Uh, yeah, wait, an Asian. Skinny no, Asian wait, wait, wait. Miss Rosie Perez? Not Asian. This is television. <laughs> There's no <laughs> Asian people. D.B. Wong is already working. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is a good thing. Do you, you guys want to pitch this with me? I think we just did. Yeah, we just pitched it. Just record, just send this okay. to all the, the, the networks. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to have to do another meeting at yeah, Toast. Just... Sorry, God, I didn't want to. Dra- I'm not trying to drag you into meetings here. <laughs> I'm just trying to make us some money. Yeah. Strike while the iron is hot. No yeah. Way, no way around. We're, pretty soon we're going to be making the big bucks, and you guys are bitching about t- taking a meeting. We're already too big for it. We're already over it. We're you know what? I, I have tomorrow at 10 o'clock, I'm going in to see Brian. Brian Grazer. And. <laughs> I am. I'm going to bring him this idea. I'm cutting you guys out of it. It's. It was originally my idea. Cam, you, wait, I titled you, it. You have to change it just enough. Cam and so Mo. I'm going to write an email to Nikki Fink right mm-hmm. now just to cover my ass. Yeah, noted Hollywood celebrity. Yeah, celebrity reporter. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to yell right now to Les Moonves. <laughs> hey, Les! I got an idea about a fat show. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick Adams, a.k.a. Repeat. Yeah, Repeat Nick Adams. I like that. I didn't like the a.k.a. Yeah, I didn't like the a.k.a. either. I was focusing on the, I was accentuating the positive, but yeah, I also did not like the a.k.a. I just like Nick Adams, Repeat. But then that is that redundant? I should just say repeat. What about Nick Repeat Adams? Three Pete. What about Nick Nick Adams? I guess next time it'll be three Pete. What I'm if you say Nick twice? I'm just gonna go three Pete. Just repeat? Yeah. Well, because people repeat just Adams. know you as repeat. Nick Repeat sort of Adams like kind of has a uh, fish that saves Pittsburgh slap shot kind of vibe to it. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> sure. Yes. I don't know what that means, yes. but I agree completely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so lately on the show, we have been naming things. We've named half a baby, although that seems to have gone to hell. Yeah. We named a miniature horse. We named... Uh, what else did we name, Jordan? Miniature we named donkey. A, a miniature donkey. No, no, we just a mini horse. Okay. We named a bunch of animals in an animal shelter. We named all kind of shit. Um, but I think this is our best name so far. Greg from Omaha is on the line. He's uh, Duke Rayburn on the forums. Uh, Greg, welcome to Jordan Jesse Go. Hi there. Uh, Greg is there with his uh, lovely wife, uh, or wife-to-be, I should say, Shannon. Right, Greg? Yes, yes, she's right here. 
Now we only had one line, so they're going to have to now, pass the phone speaking, back and forth. Okay, I was going to say, I thought this was maybe a window into their abusive relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah, Shannon's here. <laughs> Shut up, Shannon. Yeah, she, she's nodding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We've got the phone held up between our heads. Yeah. Forehead That's to forehead. Cute. That's really cute. That is cute. Things are going really good. I can already tell that this is. Now, Shannon, bef- before we even get to what you want us to name, um, I just want to check in real quick because. A couple weeks ago, we named a baby for for a couple, and the mm-hmm. fella seemed a lot more on board than the lady. So I want to check in with you, Shannon, to see if this is something that you're on board with and if you understand that our judgment uh, is binding. Um, yes, I understand, and I trust you both, or I guess three of you today, completely. Okay, let's as well you should. Don't let your ladies' feelings get in the way. Yeah, don't get all flighty and emotional with us here, Shannon. And God forbid, hysterical. (laughs) You get hysteria. Um, Just drain some humors should that happen. Okay, good. That's that's good, Greg. Now, (laughs) Greg, explain to us and our listeners what you need us to name. Okay. uh, Well, we're. about 10 days out from our marriage. We're getting married on Halloween this year. Cute. And, Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Cute. And, and we aren't, we, neither of us are really crazy about our existing last names. What's, oh, I can't, we're not going to ask you for your, your last yeah. names for privacy reasons, but go, right, keep right. going. But, um, so, so we're kind of looking for a clan name. Um, my, my family has already carried on the name uh, through a child. And there will probably be more down the line. Uh, we don't know if we're going to have kids necessarily or not. Um, so, so we kind of just wanted to branch out and, and form a, a new, a new clan, more or less. And we we, we have some ideas. Uh, now, now th- hold on, Greg. Hold on. When yeah. you say clan, are you looking for a tartan? Is that what you're? Are you asking no, us no, to design I, a tartan for you? No, that, that's not a radio. I don't. I don't think that would read very well over the radio. Could you I don't know. Have a shield to us. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to do a coat of arms, we primarily do heraldic stuff on this. So oh, okay. And you'd actually be su- you'd be surprised how well plaids play on radios, as long as you don't try and mix them with stripes. Oh no! I can draw never. a picture of you guys fucking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so essentially, when you what you say is you guys, neither of you is crazy about your current last name, so you want us to pick a new last name for you that you will use legally after your marriage. That's that's the goal. Yeah. And pass on to children. Yeah, and pass it, on now, to potential children, is or this, at least dog children. Is this um, <laughs> dog children? Is this uh, is this something that takes a lot of legal paperwork to do? Have you looked into like what this is going to be just bureaucratically? Oh, it, yeah, it, it takes a bit. Um, it takes a bit more on my side. I, I think they sort of have a, a system worked out pretty easily for women to change their names when they get married. Um, so, but I've got to do, yeah, I've got to do some paperwork, but it, it's worth it. I, I really, I want us to be unified under one name. Now, I, in, I, it doesn't have to be mine. Under that theme, just to kick off the brainstorming, I'm going to suggest Unisom, because it has the unification theme plus getting a good night's sleep, there which might people be some, some trademark implications. <laughs> yeah, have you yeah. thought about opening this up to sponsors? You guys can make a little uh, money. You, know, you just made it 2.0, Jordan. <clears throat> I did. I, Every time I've seen that, everybody, people who who have resulted in in selling that, 
they've <laughs> either end, they've just ended up as goldenpalace.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the and main company Shannon, that's interested in that. Shannon and Greg, goldenpalace.com doesn't really sound It right. doesn't have a good ring to it. Would you be willing mm-hmm. to consider a sponsorship from Jordan Jesse Go and become <laughs> Shannon and Greg Go? Dot com. Or just... I don't have go.com. Yeah. Nobody has go.com. No, go. Jesse go. Nobody's had nobody's visited go.com since 1997. <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> that went the way of Lycos. What about uh, what about going the way of our beloved mayor Antonio Villaracosa? You have to say his Mira. name that way. Mira. Because Mira. that's not his name. Him and his wife what about jammed this? their names together. What about this? Kukui after El Kukui. Yeah, but have you thought of either jamming the names together or doing like a hyphenated well, situation? Actually, yes. The the Sh- Shannon will tell you about the jamming. Um, be- yeah, <laughs> we're if all we ears. Come up with something fabulous. Uh, we were going to hybridize, and without, I guess, revealing our last names, sort of changing some of the letters, so it's a new word. I think the only problem is, is it's a little cute. Yeah, kind of sounds like a cartoon duck. Yeah, and that 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 last name idea, and this this is kind of our strongest candidate at the moment is Jaxies. Yeah, that makes me want to punch you in the face. And uh, I I don't said our last name on the air. No, it's okay. It's it's a hypothetical. People could conceivably reverse engineer it. Yes. If, if, if let's this were the movie, know. if this were the movie <laughs> The Bodyguard, someone would be in a <laughs> guest basement somewhere. Placing the, you know, piecing together the mystery of their last name, but I think it'll be fine. Just, just look around. Do you see Kevin Costner at all? <laughs> no. Okay. Just in general. Just, that's a good rule of thumb. Security number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good thing to do, just on a daily basis. Just yeah, look just, around. Is Kevin Costner? Around? <laughs> but you know what? If it's Kevin Costner from Open Range, you don't have to worry. Yeah, yeah that's actually a pretty good Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah. And if it's the Water World, if he has gills, just run. Yeah. Oh no, no. If if you see Kevin Costner, you want to put your you want to put your palms on his ears <laughs> and then curl your fingers back to feel for gills. Mm-hmm. If there's any gills there, yeah, make like you're gonna kiss him. That's the best way to do it because he'll always accept a kiss on the, the most. Oh, I- the, I would. the most important thing is do not give him any money because he is going to spend it on a sci-fi epic. <laughs> Just do yeah. not give him anything. If you happen to have twenty to fifty million dollars, do not give it to Kevin Costner. <laughs> didn't, you... uh, didn't Costner put up a lot of his own money for the swing vote that came out recently? Oh god, that was like like it was oh, it was certainly. like privately funded by I him, don't know. by Costner <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> He's just doing movies just for you know for shits and giggles like yeah. whatever. I want to make a movie about a guy and he just does it. He I'll doesn't... tell you. I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who'll fund his next picture. My mother-in-law. Now she doesn't have a lot of money in the bank, but whatever she's got, she's willing to give to Kev, to the cause of further Kevin Costner. I think in everybody's America. mother-in-law likes Kevin Costner. I think yeah. that's the appeal. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? I, that's a good point. That is a very good point. What about Costner? Yeah, I was just. What about Costner? Okay, so wh- do you guys have a favorite movie? Do you have like a movie that you share? Maybe just make it the, the movie you guys like. Um. I don't know if Shannon Greg's sex drive would be a good last name. Yeah. Why? I didn't I didn't catch that. Sorry. I think she said sex, sex drive. drive. I, think, I think sex drive. No, no you guys both like sex drive. I think that's going to be a great movie. Not just a movie that you saw recently. I think <laughs> no, Jordan was looking no. more specifically. Yeah, something that's special It's got to stay in the test of time because yeah. I, right after Porky's 2, I was really excited about those yeah. people well, and what they I were think, doing. Okay, but then Shannon and Greg licensed to drive. 
Okay. <laughs> right. I'm going to not let her talk anymore for a while. Um, um, well, I think I think one movie one movie that kind of sticks out to me uh, was one of the first movies that we saw together. Um, no, not Last Samurai, and not Once Upon a Time in Mexico, but actually the Hudsucker Proxy. Uh huh. The Rolling O. Wait, why would you think that the we? Proxy is a great movie. I have a it quick is. question though. Why would he think that we would presume? That the one of the first movies they saw together was The Last Samurai. Yeah, here's okay. Here's what I think. If I could no, break no, I was down, hold on. Uh, I, I, if I can kind of maybe break down, I think the joke that what he was going for was uh-huh. that like, uh, like no, it wasn't these two hoity-toity film school movies, but but the uh, the no. but that that joke would only work if you said like no, not Last Samurai, Resident Evil. But Hudsucker Proxy is a reasonably intelligent movie. Also, it's... The Last Samurai isn't. <laughs> no, no. Well, we went we went to The Last Samurai and, and oh, I see what you're doing. in Mexico to basically just make out. Oh. Yeah, you're going to want to do that at revivals. Do you guys still oh, make out? Oh, no, The Last out? Samurai is that Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I was totally thinking it was something else. Yeah, you're oh, no, thinking no, of The yeah, Last yeah, Emperor, probably. Tom Cruise. Oh, and Once and, Upon uh, a Time in the Mexico is that... Okay, I, I, have, I just thought... I, <laughs> yeah. No, Whatever. What I said was total crap. I did not understand. I did not know what those movies were. This man is giving you a name. I want to make that yeah. clear. I don't even know that Last Samurai is a dumb Tom Cruise movie. Well, maybe we should give them the name of somebody really admirable, like uh, from history or something, like Lumumba. <laughs> yeah. You know? The song? Oh, wait. No. No, no. no the, the major historical figure. That no Americans know. Right now... You wouldn't know that. Hit, We're from Nebraska. Hit Wikipedia. Who's a great Nebraskan? Are there great Nebraskans? Uh, well, there's the Fondos. I think I think uh, Marlon Brando lived here for about ten months. Swoozy Kurtz. Swoozy Kurtz. Mm-hmm. Swoozy. Um, the guy who invented Kool-Aid. See, there's a comedian whose name we won't mention. Uh, he has it? a profession about cable. Oh, sure, sure. And then, of course, Warren Buffett. Um, oh. The Sage of Omaha, I think, is what they call Yeah, him. the Sage of Omaha. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. He thinks that you should do your... Uh, you should be brave when others are fearful and fearful when others are brave. It's That's easy to do that when yeah. you have a bajillion dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the advice, Warren. Extraordinarily lucky. Step well, what one, about, get rich. Now, this is a sincere su- suggestion, and it's not to you two. It's to my co-hosts here, Lincoln. What do you think? I'm all about presidents. I just yeah. want to name everything after a good president. Why does it have to be a good president? Good presidents have tons of things. So you think maybe Taft? Are you thinking Taft? I'm a Taft fan because... William Henry Harrison? Only Supreme Court justice and president. What was Kevin Klein's name in the movie Dave? What's his last name in Dave? That's one of my favorite presidents. Your last name should be Sigourney Weaver. (laughs) (laughs) Hyphenated. Yeah, Sigourney. (laughs) Your child should be Chad Sigourney Weaver. Two other hyphenated names. But don't if you hyphenate, then if your kid is like a professional athlete, his jersey will have to have the letters will have to be curved. Yeah, which I always hate. I don't yeah, think yeah. that's a concern. Oh. We're both in theater. I think we're going to be producing athletes. Oh. I don't know. And Sigourney like Weaver to, is even like to, better. They like to rebel. These guys, these guys are the leading lights of Omaha's legendary, vibrant theater community. 
<laughs> Listen, if if 20 years from now I open up, you know, the calendar section and I see a story about a hot young new actor or actress and their last name is Sigourney Weaver hyphenated, <laughs> I will A, shit myself, <laughs> and then B, find Jordan and Jesse and kiss them both in the mouth. Sweet. Uh, Looking now, forward to that. So I I'm guaranteed... Be- that I will defecate on myself and kiss two <laughs> men. I want to be clear. I think when Greg and Shannon say they're in a theater, what what they're in the theater, <laughs> what they mean is they're doing staged productions of episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, they're working up to the musical isn't the, episode. Isn't, isn't the faint from Omaha? Yeah. Yes. Yes. One of, one of uh, yeah, we That's like a pretty them. good band, huh? <laughs> 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 Thanks, Jordan. What about... Oh. I got a good one. I got a good one. Rocket. Yeah. What do you think of Rocket? Like Charles Rocket, the uh, short-lived Saturday Night Live cast member who later committed suicide. You could spell it like the Herbie Hancock song. Oh, R-O-C-K-I-T. Yeah. Mm. I like that. (laughs) Giving it a little edge. Rocket. I think that's really good. I like Rocket. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I kind of like that idea of something cool that could conceivably though also that isn't just like yeah it's, oh, a non-last name it like could rocket or spade or something like that yeah i don't want to give them a, a mate like a fakey right name. right i want to give them something that seems like it could be a name i like rocket r-o-c-k-i-t what do you think i i think that's 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 actually one of our favorite words <sighs> greg I mean, we, is it I think Shannon Rocket sounds like a total badass name. Shannon Rocket. I know something about knives. Just to be clear here, <laughs> I was asking Jordan and Nick, not okay, you sorry, two. Right. You guys are involved in the actual Quiet down, jeez. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We're in the theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think, Jordan? You on board with Rocket? I'm trying to think of one. Nope, that's it. Let's do yeah, it. Rocket. Rocket. R-O-C-K. And I like Nick's addition to spell it the Herbie Can- Hancock way. And check I, this I out. Agree. They can play that at their wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be the first day. That's my awful scratching. Okay, well it's it's done. Are you are you guys on are you guys on board? Rocket. R O C K I T. I think it is the strongest. Uh, Bill and we, Tina Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds nice. Uh, so so they're actually. It's funny that I ask that question because they're actually obligated to name themselves Rocket now legally. Mm-hmm. I will sue. It's under Creative Commons. It's a little known. I will very complicated. <laughs> very complicated. John John Edwards has been calling me every day asking if he can do something, anything for me, because I'm the only person who voted for him who's still friends with him. I feel embarrassed to tell him that I'm not really friends with him anymore, and I'm kind of embarrassed now that I chose him. So, you know, this would give me like a task to give him to get him off my back to sue you if you guys don't name yourselves Rocket. That's a long yeah. way of saying that... Just name yourself. Just name man. yourselves, Rocket. Unless you yeah. want trouble. Um, well, uh, Greg and Shannon, thank you so much. Greg and Shannon, the future Mr. and Mrs. Rocket, thank you so much for uh, uh, sharing your time with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. No, I, th- I figured Shannon would say thank you, too, but she's already oh, yeah, checked I, out. I was yes. leaning in for She's got oh, boy. Thank you. She's in the. Rocket. She's re- boiling resentment like that other lady that was on our show that we alienated. 
Oh, jeez. What are we I doing? I think that was fine. Okay, good. She's distracted. She's distracted. She's trying to memorize her lines for the, uh, the Buffy stage show. There's always Sigourney Weaver rocket. She's playing yeah. Angel. Take it to the next level. Sigourney Weaver rocket? I just really like Sigourney Weaver. It's name. rocket. It's settled. We have to go now. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan. Did you guys think they go. should make another Aliens movie? Shut up. Love you, love you, love It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Moritz, boy detective, Nick, repeat Adams. Nice. That's good. That's really nice. See how nice it feels Stuck to not landing. be a dick and fuck Stuck around? the landing. <laughs> See how nice that feels? Way to go, repeat. Um, boy, Pete. Way to go, Petey. Now it's already been, it's already part of your repertoire. It's in your brain now. I'm glad you're not a muffin like Jordan. You really strike her to the line. Yeah. You really legged it. You showed a little ginger just now. Well, baseball, huh? <laughs> Fellas, baseball. Only baseball. Um, on the program, we ask uh, our listeners to call in when something momentous happens to them. Uh, it's a segment we call Momentous Occasions. Uh, this is what we've got. Gentlemen, momentous occasion. I own two dogs, a large one and a small one, and we often walk them together. And the big dog finally, inadvertently, peed all over the small dog while stopping at a rosemary bush. Good. That's important. That's mm-hmm. good. That's the kind of momentous <clears throat> stuff he's he's been waiting with bated breath <laughs> for like the big an, dog to pee on the little dog. Like an eight-year-old girl who can't wait for Kit Kittredge and American Tail to come out. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got you. Did you know Kit Kittredge has a big subplot about hobos? Little known fact. Hey, Jordan, Jesse. Uh, it's Friday night or Saturday morning. It's 3 o'clock. And I'm in a part of town where there's a lot of bars and everybody's kind of just trying to walk home. And there's this guy who was walking towards me, staring at me. And I stared at him because I got really nervous. And I'm not from this town and where I'm from. There's somebody staring at you and it's 3 in the morning. You're going to have to fight him. So... Like, he passes me, and then with my purple vision, I can see he stopped right after we passed each other. And I turn around, and I look at him, expecting to get in a fight. And he takes off his headphones and looks at me and says, do you have a nice dick? Hmm. Way to leave us hanging. Yeah, right? Do you? It's like the beginning of a short story. Yeah. Well, it's like the beginning of a bullshit story where we don't yeah. find out how nice his dick is. Mm-hmm. That's what short stories are like. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I'd like to hear some girth details. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just about girth, Jordan. <laughs> Sometimes. Shows how much you know about <laughs> sex, Jesse. It's mostly about... Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'd like to report a momentous occasion. Um, my name is Lala, and I have a tiny chihuahua named Miss Idaho, and I've had her for about seven what? years, and this whole time she's one of those dogs that jumps up, jumps real high when she gets excited. All this time, I've always dreamt that one day she would jump into my arms because wouldn't that be cute? And she's never done it, and I've always been a little sad about that. And today, 
I got home from work and I was listening to your podcast on my headphones. And my neighbor was outside his house with his dog, which is a Jack Russell Terrier. And his dog, his name is Chazzy, ran up to me and Chazzy jumped right up into my arms and I totally caught her. Thus fulfilling a several years dream of mine. I believe this is all thanks to listening to Jordan Jesse go. Thanks a lot. Most good things that it happen is, to yeah. someone are because of Jordan Jesse Go. I mean, Nick, just remember how remember how fucked up your life was before you came and co-hosted Jordan Jesse Go. I try not to talk about it too much. Well, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. You were drinking a lot of fortified wine. Um, you were wearing rags for clothes. Yes. Literally rags. Not that your clothes. Not that you were wearing clothes that you had been wearing so long that they had become rag-like. No, not like post Incredible Hulk, like when he would come. Yeah. No, his... this was a situation where you would. You I'm would guessing you had gone to an auto Bed, parts store, like gone to an auto parts store and gotten sh- real shop, actual shop rags, and stitched them into a kind of makeshift. I don't know. It's actually more expensive to do that than just buy clothes. That's how yeah. it's how off your judgment was, for which I blame the fortified wine, to be honest with you. You know it's what I mean? probably some connection. But look at you now, Nick. Look how successful you are now. I have an entire shirt on. You, you've, got a, you've got real clothes, uh, a lovely wife. You live in the one of the most beautiful neighborhoods in Los Angeles, Beverly Grove. Girthy penis. Third. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're well known for your penis girth <laughs> around the neighborhood. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Another another call. Hey Jordan, hey Jesse. This is Roxanne from New York. I'm calling for a momentous occasion. Well, the other day I was having sex with my boyfriend, and we do a lot. But your podcast happened to be on, and I had an orgasm. It was just such a momentous occasion, I have to tell you. And I was wondering, I was considering perhaps it was because the podcast is on, but I don't know. I'll have to try again. And, uh, yeah, Chip Dixon and Dick Dotson for president, that's not funny. It's not a joke. It's not intended to be funny. No, it's intended to be what's best for America. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Let's talk for a second about she what like happened to this. She sounded like a brassy dame, like Jennifer Jason Lee in Hudsucker Proxy. <laughs> Podgasm she had. Did you notice that she, she podgasm? <laughs> That's something that would be bandied about on the uh, Yahoo like, Podcasters group. I wonder when, or when maybe that's what Maxim's podcast is. Yeah. Podgasms. Podgasms. Tech Talk, the latest gadgets. They just happened, they were hanging out, listening to podcasts, things got a little hot and heavy, and all of a sudden, shit started popping off. Elvis Mitchell has a sexy fucking voice. I oh, know. Are you kidding? Elvis is serious. I know. You can just, you can just imagine how... Did you read the, that news about Elvis Mitchell getting, getting uh, stopped at the border with $20,000 in a cigar box? Serious? <laughs> what? Yeah. What's that guy up to? $20,000 in a cigar box. Maybe it was $10,000. It was uh, maybe it was two boxes of $10,000. Right, cuz you got to split it up. You don't want to <laughs> yeah. if you get pinched. Yeah. You don't want them to catch all, you know. Wait, but but I do think in all sincerity and all jokes aside, um it's definitely the podcast that that uh led yeah. to you having that orgasm. Um, I'm not entirely sure we can replicate it because it, it is about resonances. It's about sine waves. It's like 
What it's like is, you know, if all the uh, soldiers march in time across the bridge, if you have the right harmonics, the bridge collapses. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this little physics nugget. Sure. You know, actually, this is something I actually studied uh, in made college up, a little made bit. Made up shit? Oh, that's yeah. right. I, I, forgot, I forgot you were an English major. <laughs> so, I, if, and, and, you know, and maybe we accidentally hit this frequency at, at some point during right. whatever time, whatever episode you guys were listening to. But, I, I mean, I can... Here's what I'm trying to say. Ladies, if you're having a pro- having problem, just turn up the radio now, and I'm going to just direct Jesse up here. Okay. Do that. I'll, 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 I'll open it. Okay. Good night, ladies. <laughs> Good night, ladies. Nick, I'm going to make you to take the middle. I, Good I night, ladies. We're going to say goodnight. Hold it just a few more seconds. Multiple That's all you get. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick Repeat Adams. From time to time on the show, we like to offer our listeners a moral compass. Someone who's said to hell with the gray area. It's Jesse Thorne with Hang It Up and Keep It Up. Hang it up. Guinea pig. Guinea pigs don't do anything besides make an annoying noise and bite your finger. Hang it up, guinea pig. Hang it up, wildcat. The only thing wildcats are good for is replacing something racist as a school mascot. Hang it up, wildcats. Hang it up, crow. Too smart for a bird, probably up to something. Hang it up, crow. Hang it up, reindeer. Too seasonal. Hang it up, reindeer. Hang it up, canary. Is there anything good about a canary? Hey, canary, you know parrots can talk. What's your fucking problem? Hang it up, canary. We hope you enjoyed Hang It Up. Please stay tuned for Keep It Up, which starts now. it up grizzly bear beautiful but deadly especially if you threaten her cubs so let that be a lesson to you keep it up grizzly bear keep it up goat easily the funniest petting zoo animal goats can and more importantly will eat anything keep it up goats keep it up jeroba i found jerboa on a list of animals and it sounds great Keep it up, Jerboa. Keep it up, Mountain Goat. Already the funniest animal in the petting zoo, only now it can stand on a tiny rocky outcropping. Now that's what I call an animal. Keep it up, Mountain Goat. Keep it up, Lovebird. This animal is named after our greatest emotion, love. I love you, Lovebird. You are the best of animals. Keep it up, Lovebird. 
This has been Hang It Up and Keep It Up. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Nick. Repeat Adams. Um, Jordan, mm. thusly does another Jordan, Jesse, go program draw to a satisfying close. <laughs> Very satisfying. Isn't that good? Dude? Mm-hmm. Don't you feel satisfied? Don't you feel like your humors have been exhausted? Yes. Like you've expelled all of your phlegmatic humors. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely got rid of some of that black bile that was building up. <laughs> you did have an excess of black bile. Your shit was super imbalanced. <laughs> Can I say something really cool? You may. I made some borscht the other day. Sure. Man, does that make your excretions an amazing color. <laughs> I don't want to get gross here. Yeah, too late. You, yeah, you did. <laughs> you had us think about the color of your shit. Congratulations. <laughs> that's, no. That's the line. My excretions in general. I made orange pee-pee. It gives you orange oh. pee-pee. Well, I'm glad you say pee-pee, too. That's <laughs> also pretty amazing. A married man. Okay, if you uh, have any momentous occasions to share with us or anything else you want to talk with us about, you can always give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, 206-984-4FUN. I don't have any special action items planned for this week. You got anything, Jordan? You know what? We need a project. I want to hear... I want to hear some good ideas for a project that we can all do together as Jordan Jesse Go people. Nick, are you thinking about it? I, I just am. you looked so intense. I felt like you were about to say I something really important. I had a listener really suggestion for what a project. That? It is based on the hypothesis that old men have bizarre things in their pockets, so you should go around to old men and ask them to show you what's in their pocket. <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah, me too. Is that I mean, harassing? Is that yeah, harassment? A little bit. And this are we taking advantage of old people if we do that? And this came from. A, a young lady who at, who said this to me, and I, I imagine that if you're a young lady and you go up to an older guy and say, what's in your pockets, he's kind of happy to oblige. But if you're some dude, which I think is probably most of our audience. No, it is not. Our Jordan. audience is some dude. I mean, there's ladies, too. I mean, obviously they call in and stuff like that, yeah, but I think it's probably some dude. Our is like half, half lady. Well... I'm saying it's easier for that half of the audience. Okay. Uh, Nick, so... The and old ladies will not show you what's in their purse. If so you think... does not go both ways. If you, think there's a, if you think there's a better project that we can do than harassing the elderly... <laughs> they got nothing else going on. Um, <laughs> come on. That's right. They got, there's two... On? Like, if you do that, if you ask an old guy what he has in his pockets, there's only going to be two responses. One, the guy's going to be like, well, I got nothing else going on. Sure, I'll show you what's in my pockets. Or the other, he's just going to be annoyed. And he's if he's annoyed, he's one of those old people who's just annoyed anyway. Yeah. Um, Nick, uh, speaking of not having much to do, <laughs> um, you're a stand-up comic. Wait, are you, you're usually at the Improv here in Los Angeles when I you're performing? I wouldn't say usually. I've been at the Improv from time to time. Where is the? Where can people see your stand-up comedy performances? Uh, the Tomorrow Show. Uh, Nick, what's your, you have a MySpace like with a schedule on it, right? 
Yeah, sure. Nick Adams uh, 2, I think, is what my MySpace is. Or you can just go to Nick Adams Web, which is my website. NickAdamsWeb.com is where your where you're entertaining blog is. Yeah, my where, semi-entertaining. Where so. you tilt at windmills. That's right. Uh, the biggest ones possible. Uh, specifically, the legalization of marijuana. But see, that's, that windmill is so incredibly fun to tilt towards. <laughs> <laughs> because you're high the entire time. Yeah. So... You know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, yeah. legalize it, don't. Either way, I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we'll see you next week on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Go. <laughs>